Here's the deal, she said, and then added, Your wife Samantha has been kidnapped. No, 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 he barked. It was more of a scream than a masculine yell. Mark began to rise from the floor and Jewel flashed a chrome Colt 45. Mark thought long and hard about getting up off the floor. Hopefully, Sue was recording all of that. The thug had activated the handset when the earpiece had lost signal. It's 10.30 in the morning, Mark Artis. I shall have 200,000 unmarked, non-sequential American dollars in my possession by the close of the banking business day. That's traditionally 3 p.m., and I adore tradition, Mark. I do not have that kind of cash, he warned her earnestly. Then you no longer have a fucking wife. Chapter 2 Mark Artis drove his Jaguar XJ8 to his Victorian manse on Presidential Boulevard in suburban Bala Kenwood. The small area was 20 minutes from downtown Philadelphia. He pulled into the rotund driveway, disembarked, and was greeted by FBI and the lower Marion PD locals. Communication specialists from the FBI hastily equipped his home with enough devices to converse with Pluto denizens. One device assured the conversation between the FBI and Jewel would be made available to everyone in the dining room. Another device would record the suspect's voice. A third, whatchamacallit, would trace all incoming calls to the caller's location within minutes. All of that transpired while Mark was in the pictureless family room. A woman joined him and identified herself as Jane Duvall, FBI. She assured him that the FBI would lend their expertise to him. She said it as if he should bend over and smooch her ass. His tax dollars had insured this service. Ms. Duvall, I appreciate the blessing, but my wife is missing. If she is harmed, I'll find the sons of bitches and I'll annihilate them one by one. And the result is not my concern. This is unimaginable. You're venting, Mr. Artist. That is to be expected. Venting? He hissed venomously. The good old FBI, he thought. They want money. By three. Period. Didn't you hear the recording from my secretary? I am not rich. This place is time-shared. I'm here on business. The jag is from Hertz. Don't worry about the cash demand. Our Wells Fargo crisis liaison is prepared with the cash. It better not be booby-trapped, because if my wife is harmed due to your chicanery... The telephone rang and interrupted him. Mark raced to the telephone along with a half-dozen suits. The FBI special agent in charge instructed Mark to keep the napper on the line as long as possible. He handed Mark a script to follow. Mark said, Artist residence. He wanted the caller to know they had the correct number. A Brooklyn-esque female voice. I see you've made it home safely in your car. The word car sounded like car. Where's Samantha? Sammy's fine. Where do I find you to exchange the cash for my wife? We'll get to that. But first, I want proof now, Mark demanded. He hadn't heard much, but it had been enough. He tossed the script to the floor and dared anyone to question him. Bam, love. Drag her over here. Sammy, say hello to your hubby. Mark. Oh, honey. Baby, I'm gonna... I said say hello. No cool loving quip in my ear, the kidnapper said. You better not harm her. I swear. You swear what? Jewel asked. Her words leaked contempt. Everyone was silent and Jewel went on. Have the agents tear down their tracking and recording crap. I'll have further instructions for the cash pickup and drop a locale when that's been done. Click. The call was over. Dead. The end. And not traced. Mark was pissed. The FBI agents were awaiting a professional to call him back. For them, a good thing. Maybe Jewel was known to them. 
No one gave a rat's ass that some lame brain had just ordered them to tear down the spyware. Tear that shit down. Mr. Artist, we cannot do that. Surely, she or he knows that. They have no way of knowing if we have complied or not. She simply wants us to be martyrs to her caveats. We do not and will not negotiate with thugs. When she calls again, simply convince her that we met her demand. All Mark heard was blah, blah, blah. The phone rang again and Mark was jolted back to reality. Am I being traced and recorded, Mark Artis? Yes, he replied honestly. Screw the feds, Mark thought. The ASIC was infuriated. He snatched the phone from Mark. This is... Jewel cut him off. Assistant Special Idiot in Charge, Donald Malloy. Thirteen-year vet, Yale Law. Two boys, one dog, and a partridge in a pear tree. I am colder than a polar bear's pussy, Simpleton. I'll snatch your twins in total, too, as my next move. If you obstruct my plan, Mr. Malloy. Up here.